Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I am a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Today's episode is a mini-sode that we call Fried Dates with the Wife. In these mini-sodes, my wife Kim and I deconstruct the strategies that we've developed over the last decade to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. All right, before we jump into this episode, I want to invite you to be considered for my Work Hard, Play Hard Mastermind by completing an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. So this mastermind is not like any mastermind you may have been to or heard of, I promise you. This mastermind is for six to seven figure entrepreneurs that are working too damn much and aren't taking the time to have amazing experiences around the world with an incredible tribe of people. So every hundred days or so, I drop you into new experiences that are specifically designed to elevate your thinking, to give you new ideas. Look, you get your best ideas not staring at a computer. And actually, this is the way high-level people really collaborate with each other. They do it over a glass of champagne, watching the sunset in the south of France. So if you are ready to do some fun stuff around the world and really, really want to level up your tribe in one shot, fill out an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. We'll jump on a call and we'll see if it's a good fit. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Kimberly Bitchin Murgatroyd. Bitchin. Bitchin Murgatroyd. Oh boy, I thought you were calling me a name there. No, I was not calling you a name because when you're, it's hard to explain, but when you're part of a surfing community as oh my I God. am, and you were, uh, you know, I was hanging out with Laird the other day and we were oh talking about boy. some uh, big wave uh, surfing. You and, mean you're watching his documentary? Okay, whatever. How you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? I am delicious. What are we talking about today? So we are talking about our annual summer goal setting tradition. And a couple of weeks ago, we were all up in the Mexico mm-hmm. and we're usually in the Mikano, but we couldn't do it this year. So we were in Mexico and we brought our goal envelopes. Now we've been doing this, I don't know, 10 years, maybe. Does that sound about right? Maybe less? Yeah, so for new listeners to the show, let me give you a little bit more uh, perspective of what she's talking about. So every year we get together with a group of friends. Typically there's one couple, well, there's always one couple that's there. Um, one year we had uh, more sometimes, people. Sometimes people like to crash our party. Sometimes people crash the party. But and we, we get together with another couple every single year at the same restaurant in Mykonos and we look at our goals from the previous year and we write our goals from the upcoming year. There's a bit of a ritual around it. So we, Kim brings um, a blank sheet of paper, a sealed envelope, and we first, you know, from the previous year, we open up the envelope and, you know, we sort of like look around the room, everybody gets their envelope and it's it's very interesting to see- That we never hit our goals. <laughs> do we, you know, did we do it? Did we not do it? And, you know, in probably the, I don't know, maybe the last five years or so, it's been, you know, it's been a little bit of a, 
you know, a reverse boner. It's been like, uh, you know, like it's not happening. Like what, like why is this goal not happening? And so what we thought we would do today, um, as I sit here in uh, uh, Work Hard, Play play Hard Studios, I'm looking at- AKA the extra room in our house. Whatever, a girl can dream. Um, I'm sitting here and I'm looking at these little pieces of paper and they are the pieces of paper where- we wrote our goals down. And for this year, we nailed it. We crushed it. We it was hit the first, every, time, first time ever. First time ever, we opened it up and we crushed our goals. And so after, you know, doing a little social media on that, I had a couple of people reach out and say, we'd love to know what were your goals and how did you hit them? What was different? And what are your goals for next year? And so one, notice that we're doing this in July. We're not doing this New Year's resolution. We're doing it in July because there's just something about it that feels good to be able to go and do it. But this year, I think what was so unique about um, our goals in the past year is coming out of... Now, okay, let me give you the timeline here. So 2018, end of 2018, we sold our medical office and uh, spent six months wrapping up all the loose ends in Georgia, packed all of our stuff into a pod and left for four months in Europe, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So we did all of that. And when we got to Europe, you hosted your first international mastermind event. Mm -hmm. And then we wrote these goals. And so it was kind of like a blank slate. I almost feel for us, it was like the world is our oyster, what do we want now? Because we actually had just accomplished such a massive thing in our life that I feel like one, we ha- we looked at it with clear eyes and a blank slate. Two, I think we were incredibly inspired. Three, we simplified our goals and we wrote three goals for our family. We wrote a money goal, a savings goal that we hit. We wrote to have zero debt. So the zero debt is a thing that was, you know, really kind of a pain in the butt. It was something that we did not realize we were going to have debt going into four months in Europe. Okay. Like who wants to have debt? But when we sold the clinic, we had expected a lot of things to shift in different ways and it didn't work out that way. And we ended up accumulating debt instead of profit. And that's the way the medical world works. And that's when Rob and I basically fist bump and said, thank God we're out of that world. And, but to be honest, we landed in debt. So here we are four months in Europe, kicking it off. We have debt. We had a savings goal, a get out of debt goal. And Sophia wanted to write three books in the different countries, one for each country we're going to. And by book, I mean, she's five years old. So she was writing a little kickbook. And, you know, this year, this is a big deal. We did four months again in Europe, moved to California. We had all of these things going on. But this year, when we opened this piece of paper, we had to hit our savings goal. We're out of debt. And Sophia didn't read th- write three books. She wrote eight. And it was the first time that we had ever like accomplished everything. Okay. So with all of that said, how do you account for that? What is the, if you're giving people who are listening advice, because there's a lot of people, you know, I remember with one of the people, I think it was on your network marketing team, we were somewhere and she said to me, I don't even want to write these goals down. And I said, why? She said, because I write them down every year. I don't do them. 
I don't, I don't accomplish them. And there was a part of me that like wanted to recoil back and, you know, sort of give her coaching advice. And there's another part of me that was like, that's true. I mean, there's a lot of times I write goals down and I don't accomplish them either, but this time was a grand slam. So why do you think in the past that, uh, I, I have an answer for this, but I want to hear yours. Why do you think in the past we haven't? And why do you think we have this time? Well, one, I think that we were trying to come up with goals that I, I can speak for myself. I would come up with goals that I wasn't really all in on and I wasn't really committed to. But for us, moving to California was a big financial... Like imagine selling a business after 25 years, shifting full-time into a network marketing business, adding a brand new business on top of that, traveling the world for four months, and then moving to basically the most expensive place in the world or in the country. I, w- I mean, it's a lot. So that's why our goals were really financially based this time. And we had a high uh, drive to accomplish them. You know, a lot of times, you know, I, I, I can't speak for you, but for me, you know, you write these goals down and, you know, we, we surround ourselves by people that are super successful. And, you know, as a guy, if somebody has a, you know, a $10 million company, then I want a $20 million company, but I don't even want a fucking company. Do you know what I mean? So a lot of the goals that I've had in the past have been goals that were derived from, the seeds of somebody else's goal and wasn't really mine to begin with, or it was purely financial, but it didn't have really a reason behind the money. It was just to have the money. And there wasn't a lot of passion or inspiration behind it. And I think, I think this year, you know, maybe it's, I don't know, maybe it's our age, maybe it's a gestation period of how long it's, it's taken to get here. But I think we just, knew and we just knew what we wanted. And we're like, we don't want to be living with debt. Those days are over. We're not gonna uh, have debt anymore in our lives. We don't want to be living in a place that is uninspiring for us. We want a different lifestyle. And I think there was just so much heat and so much energy behind it. And you know, to use an esterism, we were shooting rockets of desire of what we wanted into the air. And we were just talking about it all the time. Now rolling into this next year, you know, this is a fun, uncertain year to create some goals, but why not? So I'll give you mine. One is I want to complete writing uh, our book. Number two. Uh, which we have one chapter done, Uh, but I'm going to do it because it's important to me. I feel like we have a lot that we can um, help people with shortcuts. And that's something I've always wanted to do. So I want to complete that. Two, I want to successfully homeschool Sophia where at the end of the year, we can both graduate and (laughs) we're both still alive. Three, I want that EU passport because dual passports equal options. And I like freedom and I like options. And four is I've always had a body goal in the past and it's always been like a weight goal or a percentage body fat goal or some random number that is just stupid. So this year I decided that I want the endurance and the physical stature of a volleyball player, even though I'm three feet tall, but I do. Like, I mean, I can't elongate my waist but I want to be able to have that endurance to run in the sand and not want to vomit. I want to have the 
the musculature, but not in a, I'm going to the gym and doing bicep curls way. Like I want that fit thing that I think that would be amazing. Yeah, I, I do I do too. You know, one of the things that I think people will, oh, you want me to read mine? Is that what it is? Yeah, and I, the people like to know. I'm putting my goals out there. Listen, okay. you can judge them. Judge, 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 okay. or don't. Well, <laughs> the, mine are uh, pretty simple. Um, number one- You're going all in on coaching. I'm going all in on coaching and here, here's the reason why. I mean, I know you didn't ask for reasons, but I'll, I'll give them to you anyway, because I think it'll no, shed- No, I think this is it'll important. Shed, it'll shed some light. Yeah. The why behind this is important. I had no idea whether or not I wanted to do coaching and started coaching people. And I realized that it's a beautiful way for me to start the day by having one or two coaching clients in the morning and really, really going in on what it is that they're trying to create. And I love helping them to create what they're after. I have people that are in the fitness industry, I have people in the hair industry, people in all kinds of different industries. And I'm always thinking, you know, when I'm down at the beach and I'm working out or I'm riding the bicycle, I'm seeing things for them. Oh, this is gonna be good for him. Oh, this is gonna be great for her. And I'm texting with them throughout the week and I enjoy the process of creating something with them. I like coming up with ideas, holding them accountable to it. So um, this year I wanna have 20 coaching clients and I work with people um, every other week. So, you know, it's basically a couple of people um, every day. It's not, uh, it's not terrible and it's, it's a beautiful thing. The next thing is um, I thought about, well, what do I really love? I love um, our uh, work hard, play hard experience. There's nothing better for me than having a conversation with entrepreneurs about entrepreneurship and challenges and struggles and um, and partying and laughing and you know just ex- experiencing different things. So the next one we have coming up, COVID willing, is going to be in Marrakesh, and we'll be you know doing fun stuff, maybe riding camels together as an example, right? So I want to go all in on the work hard, play hard experience, and I want to have uh, that maxed out. And maxed out is is twenty people. The next one is- Well, you're uh, almost, I'm looking at your board. Getting <laughs> you're there. almost maxed out. Almost maxed out. The next thing is we want to buy a, uh, a piece of uh, property here that uh, is on the water and it's not so cheap. So um, I want to tuck away a couple of hundred thousand dollars towards that bigger goal for that property. And I want to have uh, an EU uh, passport as well. So- well, one more thing. So to to kind of like keep this a family thing, you know, let me let me give you a little insight into how if you do have kids, how you can kind of drip this down. You know, they listen to everything. They imprint on what you do. When we were in Mexico, Sophia was learning to swim without her swimmies, and she said, "Mom," as she took her swimmies off, she said, "Don't look at me for a second. I said, "Okay." So I kind of looked a little bit away, but you know, we're in a pool with no swimmies. So I kind of glanced back just to make sure she was didn't run away. And she had her eyes closed. And when she opened them, she said, I was visualizing me swimming without swimmies. That's something that has imprinted on her. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's one example. I just put her to bed now and she has her baby doll, her little baby that she's sleeping with. And she said, mommy, can you turn on Esther? My baby needs to hear it. I was like, okay. So she likes to listen to Abraham Hicks at night, right? Which is amazing. So now she's teaching her baby that. 
And so when I asked her, I said, mommy and daddy, we did our goals. Do you want to write your goals? And I congratulated her on writing her books last year. That was her goal. And she said, sure. So she gave me her her three goals. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. I don't even know if you know this, but you probably do. Play piano proficiently. Mm-hmm. Swim without floaties. And then she said, earn lots of money for homeless people and for toys. So she threw that last little for toys in there. But that all just came from her. And she signed and dated her paper too. And these are her goals. And so throughout the year, I'm going to remind her in the way that I'm reminding myself of my goals. What did she do today, Rob? What did she make a sign for? A lemonade stand. Yeah. Like she wants to earn money. She's like, I can make more money with a lemonade stand and it's fun versus doing chores. Well, once you put the ask out into the universe, then, you know, the belief is that if you're matching the vibration, then it's on its way to you. Right. So it's going to take a second for, you know, for you to match that vibration. Um, But we'll leave you with this. One of the things that I think people have trouble with in the beginning is sort of like trying to figure out exactly what it is that they want. And here's the recommendation that I got from Esther. Start with a general desire for something and allow your interest and desire to grow over time. This allows less resistance. Let go of all the specifics, all the step-by-steps, all the people and step-by-steps and step into a general feeling about it. Now, here's the thing. I think, I think sometimes we get lost, not all the time, but this may work for someone right now. We get very, very lost in, um, I'll use a guy example. I want to have a 308 GTI Ferrari. That's a Tom Selleck car from 1987. Oh my God. I was like, really? So I want to have, uh, you know, a Ferrari and this is what I'm, so. You're giving an example. You don't really want this. No, I don't want this. Get general about what it is that you want and just allow yourself to sort of step into the dance of what you're after. So you may not know the exact house that you want or the exact car that you want or the exact amount of money that you want, but just get general with it. And this is this is not advice that people will give you around goals. They want them to be smart, right? Specific and measurable and attainable and realistic and timed and all, the, all these acronyms around goals. And I think that they are true to an extent But I also think that if you're trying to match yourself vibrationally to what you're after, then you can't always just go specifically laser focused in exactly what it is. What you can do, because what happens is, okay, let's say you go, well, I want a $10 million house. Well, guess what every part of your body is doing right now? They're looking at your bank, but you're looking at your bank balance in your mind and you're going, yeah, no, that's not going to happen, right? You're looking at the amount of down payment. You're like, no, that's not going to happen. So there's this massive resistance in what you're trying to create. But if you take this, the same $10 million house and you have a general feeling and the feeling is that you see yourself walking around that house and you see yourself, you know, having a cup of coffee 
overlooking your deck, overlook uh, on your deck overlooking the ocean, and you start generally going in and out of the goal. What starts to happen is a plan starts to emerge in a very different way, and that plan could include. Well, you know what I'd really love? I'd love to get a couple of rental properties under my belt, flip a few homes, put a couple hundred thousand dollars down, and then buy you know buy something that's like you know maybe a million and get a feel for what that would feel like. And you start to unfold where you wanna go. And the whole idea of doing it this way is to avoid what I originally said in the beginning with the girl in your network marketing team, which is she never accomplishes the goal because once she sets it, she has all this resistance. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm here, but I wanna make, you know, I make 30,000 a year, I wanna make 300,000 a year. It's this massive gap between the two and she's writing it down. It's specific and it's measurable and it's attainable and it's realistic except jack shit happens. It just doesn't happen. So wouldn't it be better for her to get a feeling of how that $300,000 in her life would feel? Where would her kids be going to private schools if, if schools were open? You know, you get the idea. So I love that. So if anybody finds himself in those, um, in that particular thing, try going general and know that the general will take you specific if you just give it a bit of a gestation period. The goal has to be so exciting to you. Yeah, that important. you could literally Inspired. talk about it all day long. Yeah. You can dream about it, not forcing it into existence, yeah. but literally closing your eyes and feeling having that EU passport in your hands with your name on it and the freedom that it gives you. If I want to live in Spain, if I want to live in Italy, if I want to, you know, go wherever I can do it. Nobody's going to tell me I got 90 days and I got to shift back. And how great is that going to feel? And cheers to our EU passport that's on its way. You just watch. That's going to, you people listening right now, you watch our social media. One day you're going to see a couple of passports and they're not going to look like the US ones. Right, but see how, I just, see how I just described that? Yes. As I was describing that, you were getting excited. I am getting excited because I'm looking at all the pictures of us in Italy and, and, and such. That's why I think these goals worked is because they were important. They were inspired. They were things that we were naturally manifesting anyway. And ta-da, <laughs> it worked. Now they're here. So and now they're we here. did it a little differently so than we, we did. So now we have to do it next year. Yeah. So, um, you know. Check it back in with with us in 364 days. And listen, everybody works differently. Some people, you know, they want to do it a little bit of a different way and they're just going to wrestle them to the ground and they're going to accomplish them. Um, It did not work for us. This is what worked for us, getting really excited about something that we want and we know we're excited about it because we can't shut up about it. And take the next step and the next step and the next step. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Have a wonderful week. Sending you lots and lots of love. Bye-bye. All right, thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live.